0: must be 21 years or older to enjoy, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, and as always, celebrate responsibly. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection
1: from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Good morning, White Sox fans, I'm Jim Margulis, and this is your White Sox wake-up call for July 29th, 2020. If one game is worth 2.7 in a shortened season, then the White Sox dropped 5.4 games to the Indians in one day. Cleveland took both games of the doubleheader on Tuesday, 4-3 and 5-3. Both games followed similar scripts in that the White Sox starters struggled early, the bullpen did a nice job keeping the game tight, but the offense just couldn't come through with a crooked number to close the gap. In Game 1, Dylan Cease lasted only two and one-thirds innings, as the Indians did a lot of damage from the left side of the plate. Cease allowed a two-run shot to Francisco Lindor in the first inning, a solo shot to Bradley Zimmer in the second, and left the bases loaded with one out in the third for Jace Fry to clean up. Fry gave up an RBI single, but recovered to throw a double play ball, and the Sox bullpen covered the final five innings without incident. The White Sox just couldn't buy a hit with runners in scoring position, or at least a hit that understood what scoring position meant. They went 4-for-15 in those situations, but three of those hits failed to result in a run. Twice the Sox loaded the bases with one out, and twice they failed to score a single run from it. Their three runs came on a Tim Anderson solo shot, a Jose Abreu RBI ground out, and finally a Yasmani Grandal single with two outs in the ninth that scored Anderson and made it a one-run game. Alas, Edwin Encarnacion struck out looking to end it. It was more of the same in Game 2, except Cleveland's switch hitters damaged Carlos Rodon from the right side. Lindor scored Jose Ramirez with a double, and Carlos Santana scored Lindor with a two-run shot that gave Cleveland a 3-0 lead in the first. Rodon settled down enough to pitch into the fourth, but he left the bases loaded on walks with two outs while he struggled with his landing spot, and Steve Ciszek gave up a two-run single that put the fourth and fifth runs on Rodon's tab. The bad news, Rodon has a 12.27 ERA after his first start. The good news, Rodon has the rotation's second lowest ERA, except that's even worse news. The White Sox bullpen once again delivered scoreless ball after the inherited runner scored, with Jimmy Lambert, Ian Hamilton, Evan Marshall, and Alex Colomay allowing just one hit and one walk combined. It gave the offense a fighting shot, but scoring opportunities were harder to come by this time against Adam Plutko and three Cleveland relievers. The Sox were just one for two with runners in scoring position, and that one was Nicky Delmonico. He was hitting in the cleanup spot for some reason, and he inside outed a pitch past Ramirez at third, which scored Abreu after a double and made it a 5-3 to three game in the eighth. Zach Collins followed up by giving the first pitch he saw a ride to deep center, but Oscar Mercado made a leaping catch against the wall to end the threat. Abreu had a great game. He's hitting the ball harder, and he came a triple short of the cycle on a 3-for-4 night. James McCann hit a solo shot himself, as second. Luis Robert went one for four, so he's hit safely in all five games, but he struck out three times in this one. The White Sox are now 1-4, and, and early on it looks like their chief AL Central rivals are built to expose their flaws. The Twins weren't impressed by the White Sox pitching, while the Cleveland Indian starters forced the White Sox to try to find a discipline they don't yet possess. Those 1-4 Sox will attempt to avoid getting swept by the 4-1 Indians starting at 5-10 tonight. Lucas Giolito starts with the Sox and he'll try to lower his ERA from 17-18 into the single digits. Giolito will face Zach Plesac, which is a change. He was supposed to face another team's ace again, but the Indians decided to lengthen their rotation and save Shane Bieber for the opener of their series against the Minnesota Twins on Thursday. Given the way the White Sox looked against their 4th and 6th starters on Tuesday, it's probably not a bad choice. Some good news? Nomar Mazzara is reporting to Schaumburg, giving Rick Renteria a chance to divorce himself from Delmonico if he can bring himself to do it. Then again, considering Nikki D keeps rising in the lineup, that's not necessarily a given. <laughs> Around the league, the Miami Marlins' COVID-19 outbreak worsened still on Tuesday, as at least 17 members of the Marlins have now tested positive. Major League Baseball is pausing the Marlins' season until Monday, partially because the Washington Nationals forced their hand by refusing to travel to Florida for the weekend series. The Marlins aren't the only team affected. Their opponent at the time of the outbreak, the Philadelphia Phillies, postponed their four games against the New York Yankees this week. Since the Yankees and Orioles have nobody to play, their schedule is altered so they can play each other. If the Marlins can resume on Monday, the schedule would attempt to make them play 57 games in 56 days. It's more likely that this year's standings are going to be a bunch of teams falling short of the original 60-game plan. If that's not enough bad news, Cardinal starter Miles Michaelis is out for the season for surgery to repair a tendon in his right forearm. He's the latest significant starter to not make it out of his first turn, joining Justin Verlander, Corey Kluber, and Reynaldo Lopez. Speaking of the Cardinals, they gave the White Sox some company by digging an early hole against the Twins. Carlos Martinez fell behind 5-0 in the second inning, and Minnesota ended up winning 6-3 behind Josh Donaldson and Jorge Polanco homers and five innings from Homer Bailey. The Royals scored three runs in the top of the third, the Tigers answered with four runs in the bottom of the third, and that's where the score stayed. Detroit's at 3 and 2, and Kansas City's at 2 and 3. The biggest news for the Royals Patrick Mahomes is using part of his new contract to buy a share of the Chiefs' parking lot neighbor. While the White Sox have it rough, they can at least say that they have the same record as the defending champs, as the Washington Nationals dropped to 1 and 4 after losing 5 to 1 to Toronto. The Cubs scored in innings 3 through 9 in their 8 to 5 win over the Reds, and Fernando Tatis Jr. took Jeff Samarja deep for his first homer of the season. And while the Astros were largely spared the wrath of opposing markets this season thanks to the pandemic, the Dodgers were the first team to make their displeasure known this season. Joe Kelly threw behind Alex Bregman with a fastball, then nearly beaned Carlos Correa with a breaking ball. He eventually struck out Correa to end the inning, they exchanged words and weird faces, and then benches cleared for the first time in the pandemic era. The Dodgers, of course, lost the Astros in the 2017 World Series, which was the centerpiece of the Astros' banging scheme scandal. Specific to the players involved, Correa told Cody Bellinger to shut the F up after Bellinger said Jose Altuve should give his MVP to Aaron Judge, and Alex Bregman is Alex Bregman. If you care about the final score, the Dodgers beat the Astros 5-2. That'll do it for this morning's wake-up call. Sorry it was such a downer join us on socksmachine.com to gripe about the double header and the first turn through the rotation if you're new to the socks machine podcast you can subscribe to us on apple podcasts google's podcast app spotify and wherever else podcasts are found if you're feeling generous you can support the site and the show at patreon.com/socksmachine Make sure to check out the Patreon because I just shared information on the new Sox Machine mugs that will be the newest gift for supporters at our highest tier and will also be available for sale on the site in the near future. Thanks for listening to the Sox Machine Podcast. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Jim Margulis. Stay safe and mask up.
0: When you rely on the internet for everything, you need speed that can handle anything. Xfinity delivers Wi-Fi speed
1: faster than a gig. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Gig Wi-Fi requires gig speed and compatible X-Fi gateway. Actual speeds vary, not guaranteed. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history